Well, well, well. How is everybody doing? We are good. Yes, we are good. You know, I just get a surge of adrenaline once that music starts. <laughs> it's like nervous energy. So I don't know or, why. We're something. Yeah. Sorry to be so rude. I'm Sam. This is Monica. And uh, this is road tripping along the military highway. You know what I noticed coming back on the air? What's that? Uh, after listening back to our first episode. Like, yeah. What did you notice? What happened to the lovely, beautiful? Hmm. Mm. Well, we need to put more pictures up because people don't know that. Like, <laughs> they need to know. Um, you could paint a picture I with your wares. A, yes. So... Funny story, if you don't know, Monica and I met in our church in Montana, and I didn't know that she was a mom. So I was 21 at the time, and you were 32. Yes, that's a big age difference, but mm -hmm. she doesn't look it. She looks very good for her age. I look very old for my age. <laughs> so we kind of even don't. each other out. But anyway, uh, it was after service one day. I went up to Philip, her son. I was like, hey, how old is your sister? And he's like, what? He's like, that's not, I'm like your sister. He's like, that's not my sister. That's my mom. I'm like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I like ran away. I was, you know, I'm extremely introverted. I'm like, what is wrong with me? I like this mom, <laughs> but she looked really good. I'm not going to lie. And ladies don't that that's, that's horse. That's, that's horse pooey. If some guy you know, talks to you, he's like, well, I really liked your personality. No, they didn't. They didn't know you from Eve. He saw you along the way and was like, whoa, she looks good. I would like to get to know her. I'll take it. Yep. So that's what happened. So that a pic that's a picture. That is a picture. So, but yes, my lovely wife, who's very lovely. <laughs> but uh, today... Well, last episode, we talked about our journey across I-40 to sunny Las Vegas. And today, we're going to talk about the three months when we got here, uh, three months of, of living in an RV. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking like, man, it'd be cool to downsize and live in an RV and we all that, that stuff. Because we thought that. And I'm here to tell you, No. <laughs> well, I'm here to tell you it's not for everybody. Yes. I guess it's not for me. It's not for you. <laughs> it's not for me. Because the good Lord Jesus was called many times <laughs> <laughs> during those months. So, no, woo. I like a good RV trip for yes. the weekend. Yes, like we just took mm -hmm. to Utah. Yes, that was fun. There's a reason that they're called RVs, recreational vehicles. Because they're for recreation. They're not, they're not meant to, to live. Same thing with the tiny home thing. Like, you know, I thought about that. Like, yeah, tiny home. It'll take us two minutes to clean. And then I'm like, you know what? I'd rather just take all day to clean a house than do that. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, the two minutes was nice. Yeah. But everything, oh, yeah. a lot of the other things that came with it was. And I think I had an even harder time because I was working. You were working it. from it. And all yeah. day and it was it just got smaller and smaller by the day. Yeah. Well, the other thing, too. So and that's it. And this is the other aspect of it. So our my father in law, Monica's dad, he was talking to us because we we bought the RV when we came out here in September mm -hmm. and they the place where we bought it from, they were going to store it for us for free 
mm-hmm. um, you know, until we got out here in February and we're like, yay, that's a, that's a good thing. So he's like, there's going to be a shakedown period and, you know, where stuff breaks stuff, you know, needs to be fixed and things like that. And, um, you know, I'm like, okay, okay, cool. Yeah. You know, like what, you know, big deal doorknob falls off. Okay. That's easy. But no, we had like, you know, in the first week, our plumbing to the toilet was jacked up and <laughs> like, Oh my gosh. And then the slide out is still not fixed. Yeah. They said they fixed it. But... Our um, awning arm just shot off <laughs> one day when we we're opening. Oh awning. yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was good times. So, yes, the, the shakedown period is real. Mm-hmm. If you are um, want to purchase an RV, just get ready for that. It is real. Mm-hmm. But we're all, you might be asking yourself, why do these crazy people want to start this microsite out here in Vegas? And then, lo and behold, why would these even crazier people want to live in an RV? Well, we kind of had to live in an RV because mm-hmm. when we were PCSing out to Nellis Air Force Base in Las Vegas, our housing wait time was six to nine months. Yeah. So as it is at many bases. Yeah, many bases. As just you know, the pandemic, the housing market, um, it just made this big stew of stink for for you know getting settled and getting a house so our best option and looking back on it it, it, i mean it was the best option Mm -hmm. was we needed to we were going to buy an rv and live in that on the rv park for a few months and then wait till our house opened up and and we did for about about three months Mm -hmm. and um that was hard (laughs) i don't know how uh, how other way to put it and um Starting the microsite, and you know, we had pastors pray over us and leaders at the church, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you guys, you, you, you just get ready. You know, you're going to be. I mean, spiritual warfare is real." And and Monica and I, I mean, we we knew this kind of like the RV thing with my father-in-law telling me about the shakedown period. He's like, "Okay, we know, I'm like, okay," but we didn't know, like, we didn't know how. You know, and, and, and so we were kind of prepared like for certain things, but we weren't really prepared for how those attacks came. Like what, you know, it was, it was definitely, um, kept you on your toes. Mm -hmm. So you may be asking, well, why do the microsite? And we ask ourselves that we ask ourselves (laughs) that too. Don't get me wrong, but we believe and and that God has placed it and God has called us to do this. And we were just on our microsite meeting today and, and pastor Michael, you know, he was talking about, and he said, as a church, you know, as a whole, we want to multiply and plan a, plan a church on a mil, on, you know, along the military highway. It's a mission it's that a mission God gave that God gave and, and uh, dropped into their, yeah, into them so as a church. They, are going to be obedient and do that. And we have that same thinking and that same mindset. God placed this on our hearts. God gave us this mission and we are going to be. And entrusted us with it. And entrusted us with it to steward it. We're going to be obedient and do it. Obedience sometimes looks like dragging our feet. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I mean, (laughs) Yeah, Pastor Nick in Montana, you know, he he said, you know, I may be sitting 
or I may be sitting on the outside, but I'm standing on the inside, you know? So, um, yeah, I mean, obedience is hard, but, uh, God will always provide a way. And, and we, we did, uh, an Easter outreach out of our RV, which was insane. and was very, mm-hmm. very, very, we had very stressful, literally bins. Um, we got the uh, good idea that we were going to make little Easter bags. Yes. A ton of them, um, for all the kids and, uh, prepare some food. I mean, it, we didn't do a lot of making of the food. We bought a lot of the food, but mm-hmm. still doing that from um, RV. the RV. We had bins piled up everywhere. We literally had speakers yeah. on the side of the toilet, in touching the, the toilet in the bathroom yes. because we had nowhere else. You couldn't put them outside. Guys don't miss. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was fun. Fun. <laughs> um, everybody has a different de- definition of fun. And the other thing, I was TDY that week leading yeah. up to Easter. I was uh, I was in New Mexico doing a test and uh, didn't get back till Friday. Good yeah, Friday. there was a lot of uh, the prep stuff that I had to try and figure yeah. out myself. We had the grand idea that yes. we were going to invite the RV park, and we did through we did. flyers. Yeah. We put a flyer on every RV door. Or, or sometimes we'd stick the flyer in someone's hand if they were walking by. Yeah. The grand idea that we were going to show the service, like have an outdoor Easter service. Yes. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if you know about Vegas, but uh, it's a desert, <laughs> and <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty sunny here. Mm-hmm. So we decided that we're gonna show the service outside at what was it? Nine in the morning, nine thirty in the morning, nine thirty or ten or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah. not very smart there. It was. Uh... Mind you, these are college-educated people. You know, <laughs> like good grief. <laughs> uh, yeah, we bought everything. We brought a, bought a projector. We bought an outdoor, you yeah. know, one of those outdoor blow-up screens. We bought a. T- we were ready. Yes, we were ready. Tested it in the RV, in the dark. In the dark. It worked great. It worked fantastic in the dark. (laughs) But anyway, so we get it set up outside and we're like, oh yeah, we can't see the picture because it's blazing sun right now. Like, duh. And this one guy, like I wanted to just lay some hands on him in the name of Jesus. But he came by and started laughing at us like, oh, what are you guys doing? I'm like, have a nice day. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah, he basically told us, like, yeah. what you're doing is not going to work. Oh, yeah. we tried, though. We tried. However, um, the the overarching theme is when you're obedient and you step out in faith. God is faithful. God shows up. Because mm-hmm. five minutes to go, here comes the masses in their lawn chairs. And we had about, like, 25. 20, yeah. 25, 26, 26 people. Yeah. And the video wasn't there, but the the audio was, and it was it was pretty amazing. And Monica knows this from being a, a sign language interpreter. And yeah, when you are when you lose one of your senses, you know the other senses, senses are, are heightened. heightened. Mm-hmm. So um, you could just see the the intensity of of the people listening, you know, listening, uh, you know and, leaning up mm-hmm. toward on the edge of their chair, intently listening to the message. Yeah, so it was great, and. Uh, not 
just that, but we were pretty much mortified inside. Yes, because yes, pretty humiliated. We we both have that <laughs> oh, type A personality. Yes. Do try to do everything perfectly, and yes. And from the get go, it was well, guys. We thought we were going to show the service, but we're going to well, go ahead and play the audio because here you are. But it was, that, it was the compliments yeah. that, like, <clears throat> s- still when I think about it, it, like, this was so good and you guys did it so well. I mean, it was the perfect amount of, I mean, you know, we had people coming up one after the other, like, we really enjoyed this and it was so good. And yeah. we we're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and yep. just shows that God was in it. Yes. Take us out of it because we're going to mess things up. Yep. Absolutely. So you're probably asking, so what's the so what? Well, the so what is be obedient, be faithful, because God knows your weaknesses. And uh, that is so, so evident in uh, Paul's writing, 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And I'm going to start in verse 7. It says, to keep me from becoming conceited because of these surpassing great revelations, there was given me a thorn in my flesh, a messenger of Satan, to torment me. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses so that Christ's power may rest on me. That is why for Christ's sake... I delight in weaknesses, in insults, in hardships, in persecutions, in difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm. See, because if it was perfect, if it was a big production, if it was great, it would have been about us. Mm. And not God. Right. And we couldn't, we, because like I said, we were embarrassed. Yeah. And it took, it had to be pointed to Him. And then moving forward, you know, as we continue to do this, and continue to walk this out. It just, those three months taught us a lesson to just be obedient to God and step in faith. Uh, and continues to, Continuously as we try to figure be things obedient. out. Because this is, um, you know, this is a, um, I guess a, a thing that you have to, I guess, do to, to understand, like, I mean, you can read a playbook and, you know, they taught us and educated mm-hmm. us, but it's like deploying, like you go to pre-deployment training and then you go to your deployment and you don't do anything that you were trained on. It's like, oh, okay, well, and that's kind of, that's the way this is. I mean, but God will, will show up and you, you have are to be reliant on him and you have to be reliant. The good thing is he knows your weaknesses. He knows that I'm an introvert. He knows that Monica, you're a perfectionist. Like he knows these things. He's good and he's gracious and he will use those things for his, his purpose and and his plan and his glory. Yes. And his glory. But yes, the RV, not nightmare, but the, the season of living in the RV has, has come to a close, but that was great because now yeah, you know, we went on our trip. It's like, oh man, I feel like I'm home. Yeah, you know, it's like I'm and, not even and gone. And we know the RV really well. <laughs> we know the RV really well. We had a lot of practice with it, and so this was the first time taking it somewhere, which was good. And mm-hmm. but yeah, it was a good time. See, God uses all things, and He redeems all things. 
and for his good. Amen. Amen. With that, let us close in prayer. Thank you again for your time. And we just love your support. We love your prayers and just look forward to our next chat together. Father, we thank you for your goodness, Lord, and thank you for your strength. Lord, we thank you that you know our weaknesses, you know our faults, you know our shortcomings, but our lack is not a limit on what you can do. And we bless you for that. Lord, we pray a blessing over them, over uh, the people that are listening to this, Lord, that you bless them and keep them, that your face would shine upon them. Lord, that you would turn towards them, give them your peace, give them your strength. God, give them your courage to take steps of faith in areas where they may seem like they are lacking because there is no limit on what you can do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Talk to you later, guys. Thank <laughs> you.